Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of the Waterboy Podcast. Today, we are live together. First, first YouTube upload together, but we, we, we have recorded in person once. You know, at that point, we weren't, we weren't uploading our faces because we were self-conscious about how we look. But now, now we feel good about ourselves because we're both playoff teams and most of you guys aren't. So who's laughing now, huh? Not me, because we're still gonna lose. Well, I, I wasn't. I was. I wasn't trying to call out the Vikings. There. I was more so <laughs> looking at some other teams out there, uh, the Dolphins. Uh, you know, some other AFC teams. I've kept my eye on. What about the Patriots? We're gonna get into that game. I don't know what the fuck's going on with the AFC play. I don't know how they do these. I don't know how they do the AFC playoffs this year. I don't even know what this next week. Patriots Bills. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that game. With the situation going on right now, I don't know. Before, before we dive into this intro, I just want to say thoughts and prayers uh, to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Rafael Devers has just signed an 11-year, $300 million-plus extension to stay with the Boston Red Sox. Personally, I wanted to reassemble the 2018 Red Sox. I would have even called up Stephen Pierce. He's probably out fishing, uh, like off <laughs> a nice, nice harbor in Florida right now. But I, I would have called up Stephen Pierce. I would have called up all the boys. Fucking Jackie Bradley Jr. I'll even take you playing center. I would have called up the whole team. I would, I would call them all up. Not Sale, though. I don't think Sale was there for that for that ring. Well, I mean, but that's all I got. You'd, 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 you'd have to prepare your uh, your minor league dugout for him to come up, though. That is very true. But, you know, the one thing that I, I do appreciate about Chris Sale is that, you know, doesn't take the anger out on the minor leaguers. He t- takes it out on himself. You know, takes it out on, on that wall or whatever the fuck he punched. I thought he punched like a review, like phone line. Yeah, but it's not like he, not like he punched a teammate. No, no. Although you know, he did get them a mannequin. Oh, well, speaking of punching me. people, did you hear John Morant apparently was playing pickup basketball with like a teenager and the teenager got mad, threw a ball in Jaw's face and then Jaw put his chin on the dude's shoulder and asked his friend should i do it to him he said yes and then he clocked him in the fucking face did not hear about that yeah that one flew under the radar not gonna lie uh i mean you have a bit of an excuse you had other things to, to do I was, this weekend yeah i, I had a lot of stuff but yeah i think that's gonna do what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the Waterboy podcast today it is episode number 80 eight zero Nice, nice, even 10. We don't get that a lot over here. We don't get special numbers. We, we've been counting down the numbers. Everett was thinking 79 might be cool. Uh, 75. Was kind of 75 cool. is a big milestone. 79, I'm not quite sure if we're there. In my opinion, 76 uh, might, be, might be a little more meaningful than 78, 79, 77, even though 77 is Luca land. I digress, though. That's enough. What's... Big weekend, big weekend of sports coming out the national championship on Monday. Going to be going over that soft episode. Then, of course, last week of picks for the tournament between me and Everett. You know, I, I think next year we got to have a name. I think we got to make a trophy for this. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not sure that. who we name this after. Uh, we'll find someone very meaningful to this podcast. Uh, not someone we know. I'm talking a big, t- big time figure, a celebrity figure meaningful to us uh if you guys have suggestions we'll take them i was gonna probably, say, probably won't listen but we'll take them. i was gonna say the chadwick bailey trophy but i i don't think he deserves that credit <laughs> after what he did in the fantasy football league uh okay college football we're gonna start off with that before before we get into uh 
the last week of the NFL season, believe it or not. You know, I mean, it's January. We're in 2023. It's a new year. Yeah. But th- that doesn't mean you're Interesting. not disappointed. Interestingly enough, by the way, we started, I, I think we started the podcast this month last year. February. It was February. So February. we're coming up on it's one February. year. February. Uh-huh. No, we're coming up on one year. We're coming up on one year. I mean, we're not that, we're not, we're 10 weeks away from episode 100. You ever think about that? We're under 10 weeks and we do two episodes a week. Oh, I, I was saying 10 episodes. Or no, 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 it is 10 weeks. Two episodes a week. Yeah, 20. Yeah, 20. I was right. Yeah, okay. This guy's trying to fucking get me off my game today. I mean, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. I'm all smiling, man. All right. College football playoff final Everett. TCU, Georgia. Georgia's opens up as a 12 and a half point favorite. What do you think about this game? I have a pretty strong opinion on it, but uh, I'm curious to to hear what our yeah, a new so, college football expert. I, I'd say you you learned a lot about college football this year. I don't I don't think you you pay much attention to college football as a scene as a whole. You're way more NFL. I think this year we got you a little more involved. I think I did my job. Well, I think I was more physically involved than. That true as well. I'm talking so, more the national scene. I mean, all it, it definitely, teams I definitely, I definitely, attention. yeah, I definitely paid more attention this year. And I think that also was by part the fact that we were doing so well. And there's a lot more true. to pay attention yeah. to. True. Um, but for this game specifically for TCU and for Georgia, 12 and a half points favorite, Georgia top 12 and a half point favorites. I know your consensus and the general notion is. Georgia barely beating Ohio State. They're going to play pissed, angry, and they're going to come to dominate on Monday. But I honestly think that – I think Georgia will win, but I don't think they're going to cover that. 12.5 points, I mean, almost – it is a two-score game. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the way that TCU played against Michigan and still the way that Georgia played against Ohio State, playoff football is a completely different thing. Max Duggan – didn't have a great game versus Michigan. He's going to try to make it his mission to have a good game next week. Quinton Johnson, the wide receiver for TCU. Now, all right, this is my first. I, I'm very happy you just brought up Quinton Johnson. I, I got something to say about Quinton Johnson. Uh, so they didn't match up the whole game, but first drive of the game for TCU, it's a third and one. Quinton Johnson on true freshman corner, Will Johnson. They run a slant. Now, I don't know about you, But if you have the quote-unquote best receiver or number one wide receiver prospect, according to a lot of you you guys out there, why is he getting clamped on third and one by a true freshman? I don't think Will Johnson's getting the Stingley treatment this freshman year. No, 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 he's not. So I don't want to hear TCU fans all of a sudden, or not even TCU. I don't don't mean to come at TCU people. I'm not. General people out there who are saying Quentin Johnson should be the first receiver off the board, go look at that game, what he did in press coverage, uh, press coverage against true freshman. Yeah, getting bottled up. So that's not a wide receiver one, in my opinion. That dude's upside is fucking Nikhil Harry in the league, literally. Wow. Don't come at me. It's true. Look at him. What does he do? Does he get open? A couple plays. A couple plays. Quinn Johnson, I'm just saying this dude, I'm I'm giving the overrated tag. Cause I I just what I saw against Will Johnson on a, a third and one fucking slant. 
what what are you doing, brother? As a as a prospect, I, I still think he's a top five prospect. I don't know how he's gonna do in the NFL, but I still say he's a top five wide receiver prospect. This maybe year. I'll go I gotta look through everyone and think because right now at the top of my head, what I mean, I still have the JSN bias, but he's not gonna be the first receiver drafted. Shay. I do Jesus. think though, JSN. Oh my god, if my chargers got him. Oh my god. I think I uh, you know, I also wide receiver landing spot we talked about like preseason before season start i thought christian watson was going to finish his career top three wide receiver in that draft class right now i don't know i guess it's a slightly better than what it started yeah. he's not top three right now he might he, might, he might end with the most we can see what goes out he might end with the most receiving touchdowns right we could start with that we could yeah. do something i don't know i feel like landing spots very important once again but i don't know quentin johnson in my, in my eyes the fact that people are saying he's the bona fide number one receiver off the board is nuts to me nuts number one attribute of a wide receiver is getting open hate to say you can't do it on a collegiate level it's very hard to do it in the nfl exactly so i mean if you can't get open against an 18 year old how are you going to get open against even even your corners how do you get open against them if you can't get open against any shot yeah because you've been pooping on the corners for the the oh i thought you were talking about two i was like no no vikings like yeah yeah, okay. That's I mean, they're going to clamp him down, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I thought you were talking about two. No, I wasn't. I was saying Vikings, like, if he can't get open on an 18-year-old, how do you expect him to get open against NFL corners? I mean, yeah, I, that is a little bit of a problem. That's, I mean, and I'm not, Will Johnson's extremely good. This is also me saying, I mean, I got to swallow my pride here. Will Johnson's a really good corner. But, like, once again, like, He's not, it's not like he's getting the Stingley treatment. Nobody going into that game thought Will Johnson was clamping up other than Michigan fans. Uh, other than that, no one, everyone would assume Quentin Johnson was going to light him up. So, hey, do with that information what you will. I just, I don't know. In my opinion, TCU, that running back's got to be healthy. I, I, I'm already forgetting his name. I don't, I don't know. But I, I literally, like, I'll be honest. I, I'm, I'm not that tapped into TCU football. I'm, I apologize. I'm, I, I'm not that tapped in. You're not an avid hypnototer? No. Which is also amazing. That shirt, phenomenal. Yeah. And it's also very ironic that Barstool made it. That's a Portland, Michigan. So, yeah, a little funny. Anyway, I, I think that TCU, I don't even know about the pass game, even though Georgia, that's how you expose them, is in the pass game. Uh, Although Ohio State did a very good job running against them, though, which is not good for Georgia's confidence going into this game. I would say to a degree they did. I, I think that there were there were, there were many, many running plays where Ohio State was just, I mean, more so on the running back. I don't think the blocking was that bad, believe it or not. Like, I was shitting on these Donovan Jackson all year. I didn't, I didn't see, like, the line struggle that hard. Ironically, arguably the worst lineman might have been Paris who's going to be the first tackle off the board he there were there was one sack that he gave to a true freshman that I I've never seen him get beat off the ball like that he literally ball snap the dude's already power rush speed all of it done boom Paris on his ass sack I've never seen that man get bulldozed like that and in this game I don't know what what Georgia's really game plan is I'm not sure if they're trying to pressure Duggan I'm not I'm not really sure if that's because Ohio State, they, they had trouble getting pressure. And this year, they don't really have that number one pass rusher. They don't quite have that Trayvon Walker. Nolan Smith is out for the year. He was their edge. Once again, remember, 
Georgia does not have a player with more than three sacks. This right. Year. They don't have a single player with more than three sacks. Well, even maybe after also, that game. Also, also keep in mind, though, they don't it's have, interesting. They don't have a player, defense, they don't have a player over three sacks this season. TCU had a player get three sacks in last game alone. You know, that's another point to think of. And Ohio State, they got a little, little, they got, they got Stetson once or twice. I think they sacked him once or twice. Overall, that game, though, the quarterbacks were a lot, they, they were given time to throw and operate. And so TCU, I think, I think they could, I think they can block, pass block against Georgia. And one, one key that I was really, really paying attention to going into the Ohio State Georgia game, I was hearing this from a lot of Ohio State people, even some Georgia fans that, that were actually being honest. When Georgia subs out Trayvon Walker, they take out their ones, bringing their twos, they get gashed. So wait, wait, they wait, get wait. gashed. How about Trayvon Walker? So when they do D-line subs, Trayvon, Trayvon Walker? Not Trayvon. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Uh, uh, Jalen Carter. When they take out Jalen Carter and they take out their ones and they put in their twos, those, like, they don't quite have the depth. And those ones get gassed quick. And so Ohio State, when I was watching, every single time you see Jalen Carter on, like, what, a six or seven snap inside zone right to him, mm-hmm. then he gets pulled out. Another inside zone, right to the new guy who's filling in for. Like you attack them, you attack them when you have them tired. Right. When they're not give like defense players, you, you physically cannot go 100% every play. So you got to take advantage when they're tired, gash them in the run game. TCU was able to gash Michigan in the run game. They were able to do that. I'm, I'm not counting that out. Max Duggan also picked up a lot of big yards on the ground. They're going to have to do it in the air too, though. I, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to put up 50 on Georgia without a passing offense. And I do think there are holes in that Georgia secondary that was shown in the Ohio State game. Keely Ringo was getting beat by Julian Fleming. Now, I know you guys don't know who Julian Fleming is. God, no, I don't expect you to. But Keely Ringo was not the lockdown corner everyone was saying he's going to be. I mean, I don't think there is a lockdown corner this year. In my opinion, Clark Phillips might be him, but he's not going to be the first corner off the board. Keeley might go top 10, and I'm not really sure where he's going to go with that. I don't, I don't, I'm not I don't, sure I don't that... Think, I don't think that he's going top 10. Now, I don't, I'm not saying Keeley's, like, god-awful. I just... I think people are, com- like, saying that he's going to be a top five corner in this... Or top five player yeah, drafted. Draft, no. Like, I think he's getting a lot of... A lot of hype, which can also preseason. I also think that the reason why he's getting that hype is because there's no consensus top corner this year. So considering what he's done this year, you're like, oh, yeah, for sure. But at that point, you also have to look at, like, what teams are going to think if you're looking at the NFL. Like, they, if he might be the best corner in the draft, but that does not mean he's a top five player. People are not going to draft him just because he's a corner at five. Like, no, 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 I know. I'm, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I've just been hearing that a lot. I just think but it's I, nuts. Those people who, by the way, those are the same people that are telling us on our, our TikToks <laughs> that we don't know football at all. It's okay. It's, I mean, it's, it's no, no, no. Keep, keep, thinking, keep thinking that, please. Trust me. I mean, it's, hey, it's interactive. I just want you guys to know, by hating on the videos, you're helping us. So Appreciate we should it. get coming. Anyway, okay. I digress. La, la, like, one, one thing that I... I was thinking about in terms of Georgia also is Stetson is that guy since like Stetson, if he needs to pick up a first down on his feet, he's doing it. He's going to get those yards. I'm not really sure how to attack the Georgia defense. I'm not sure Darnell Washington will be healthy for this game either. 
But in my opinion, Ohio State did a very good job containing Brock Bowers, containing that run game to their best degree. And then they let A.D. Mitchell go loose. But I think that is a better formula for that defense. My, my, my big concern right now, too, also is TCU let up so many yards, especially in the second half, to Michigan's passing attack which had not been good for a majority of this year. Like they've been a run heavy team. And that's kind of scary when you bring in Brock Bowers, when you bring in like everything that Georgia. In my opinion, I don't know what it is, but I've never seen so many one-on-one coverages in college football this year with leads. I don't understand why D coordinators are calling cover zeros on fucking with, with double digit leads. Why are you, why are you running? Why do you not have safeties on the field? Why are you putting your guys one-on-one with their receivers? I don't understand. Ohio State was doing it with Georgia. Ohio State did it with Michigan. TCU did it with Michigan. Fuck it. Michigan probably did it with TCU. Well, they weren't, they weren't ever ahead. But it's like I don't understand what the D coordinators are doing. And we could even – well, actually, when USA – USA – USC, when USC played Tulane, I think they were in prevent, and that's why Pratt was able to scramble every single play. Mm-hmm. So you can think Alex Grinch for that. Shit. So well, maybe, maybe the prevent isn't the right idea. This is probably why I'm not a defensive coordinator, but still be better than the Alex Grinch. I just Grinch, don't like one-on-ones. I don't like one-on-ones. Still be better than Alex. I don't Grinch. like putting your corners on islands. I'm not a fan. I've ne- I don't like that. I see. I don't I don't I don't I think there's a corner in college football who can be left on an island this season. I don't necessarily think that that's fair, though. Like, I think in order to actually win some games, like, you have to have a mix of playing zone, playing off man, and then playing on man, playing press. No, but it's like they're up and it's blitz. Blitz, blitz, cover zero. And then the safeties come up. Well, the safeties are playing deep, but they just... You need need to to play, like, cover three. I've never... I've just never seen it. Or you need need to play two safeties. Again, cover three. I'm not not a big fan because the corners are still on islands. That's why I'm saying. But then you have... (laughs) They're on islands, but then you have safety help. You have one. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio State's cover three, one high, the two corners are the outside zones, outside deep thirds, one safety gets center third. They're still... It's it's one-on-one. If if they run a streak, it's one-on-one. You got to cover two, though. But it's one on one. I say, I say, I don't think we have a cover two. Play, uh, honestly, no, don't, it doesn't exist. I honestly don't think we do. Anyway, though, I'm not here to talk about Ohio State. Season's over. Georgia's probably uh, like, okay, let, let's say this. For TCU to win this game, they, they got to get the, they got to get, they got to score first. Okay. They cannot go down this game. They go down this game. That's when it steamrolls. That's when the Georgia defense can start messing with you and doing what they want on defense. That's when they can start blitzing you. That's when they can. Okay. When Georgia brings, ple- when Georgia brings pressure, it works. Well, yeah, because look at who they have on the, on their fucking D. No, no, no. My thing though is like, how does it when bring pressure? I mean, it's, it's like a 20% hit rate. I, I'm not sure how successful it is. Okay, last last little point though. We we've been we've been going. This is the natty though. I, I guess it deserves its time. I mean, this is this <laughs> this is the, end of, this is the end of college football for this year. Actually, no, no. We have our award show next week. Yes, we do. We, we have an award show. We do. We have our college football award show. We're giving out awards. Uh, the most prestigious award show in college football. Actually, where our awards are more pre- not not quite Heisman, but the Waterboy Player of the Year is more prestigious than the Maxwell Award, hundred percent. 
the Waterboy Player of the Year. Way more, way, way more. more prestigious than the Maximal Player of the Year. Uh, hence, it's probably going to Tajay Spears. But, okay. Uh, Man, I mean, you you think you think TCU is going to cover this? I do. In my in my in my opinion, Georgia Georgia might win this game, like forty two to twenty. You think it's just going to be a blowout? I I think, yeah, I do. And you know what? I I'm not the greatest college football picker, so you probably shouldn't take what I'm saying. But it's just after. After seeing how those teams play, like TCU, how they came out and just punched Michigan in the mouth, Georgia, that was their biggest test of the season. They passed. I, I think the Beast just got woken up. I, I think Georgia actually might go in there and stay. Like I said, I think that Georgia's going to win. I, I, like, I, I don't think that it's going to be like – it might not be a hard, hard-fought win, but I don't think that they're going to win by – I think it could be 10. It could be – nine like i just i think that it's still gonna be like under that 14 point threshold i'll go i'll go 42 20 i'll say the safest bet is the over i can agree with that i would say i'd say safest bet is the over the water boy lock over Over. i don't even know what the line is but give me it uh we're going over all right that's all i got on college football though everett you got closing thoughts are you ready are you ready to dive into the extremely extremely impactful vikings bears game this weekend <laughs> um i don't really think that there's any much more like to say about college football like like you said this is going to be the end of it we have our award ceremony next week it's gonna be a big big show big, big show. show um make sure to tune in it will be on tuesday um actually right after it'll be it'll be right after the game yeah it will be. We'll be recording it will be after, after the natty. Game. I think right about the natty. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get the natty recap as well. But okay, on to the NFL. Everett. Uh, interesting week of picks. Interesting week of picks. Uh, I went thirteen and two last week, guys. Yeah, uh, I did not. So I mean, who who the hell are you calling a guy that doesn't know football? I still read, read it. Smartest football minds on earth. Read it and weep. Thirteen and two. Respect on my name. I'm now 157 and 98 on the year. I haven't even had 100 incorrect picks yet. And we're in the last week of the season. 61.6% pick on the season. You know, I'm not trying to brag, but I am. So, yeah. I'm uh, 149 and 107. I went 9 and 6 last week. You're 58% on the year, though. 58%. 62 rounded up. Those are numbies. You know, I, if you told me preseason, I would have expected like a 50, 51, 52, 53%. You know, I didn't think I'd go negative. Didn't think I'd go sub 500. And we, we have done this, by the way, since week one? Yeah, we've, been, we've picked every single game this year. We, we don't skip. We, we don't skip games. I've seen other people online posting their picks, and they have less amount of picks as me. So they don't pick every game. We pick that's every a little, single game. That's a little interesting. Why are you picking every game? Every single game. We pick every single game. We've pick every it. game. We've done it since week one, and we are both over 50% by March. Over 60? You're over 60. 58, 60? You round me up, I'm at 60% too. <laughs> I mean, hey. You round me down, I'm, I'm at, at 50%, 50% too. <laughs> Wait, what can we say? Yeah. 
but 60 percent winners right there okay never say we don't know football come on now yeah come on come, come on, on. Really? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. All right, Everett. Uh, wanted you to see on. There's been not so many games this week. Thank you. I did lose. I'll take it in stride. I'll be back next year. Ready to beat his ass. Uh, Everett, I'm looking at these numbers. I have a nine-game lead over you right now with 16 games next week. If if you go nine difference i'm not doing this math right now uh-uh no 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 no. semester hasn't started not the time for that uh-uh you right, guys here. do the math there you, here te- are the games. you tell us what the records have to be for him to beat me here are the games chiefs raiders titan jags vikings bears bucks falcons patriots bills ravens Bengals, texans colts jets dolphins panthers saints brown steelers chargers broncos Giants, Eagles, Cardinals, 49ers. I Broncos, like, uh, I think I know who you're picking in that game, but. Cardinals, 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, Cowboys, Commanders, Lions, Packers. A lot of playoff imp- implications this week. Yep, so playoff games that I'm, that I'm just looking at the top of my head there. Titans, Jags, Patriots, Bills, which we'll, we'll see. I guess Vikings, Bears, technically. Ravens, Bengals, Jets, Jets Dolphins. Dolphins. Brown Steelers, Steelers can still make it. Chargers, Broncos. Well, yeah, Chargers still. Giants, Eagles. If Eagles lose this, the Cowboys are the one seed. Yep. So yeah. Cardinals 49ers for seeding. To a degree. Seahawks are Seahawks got away. Cowboys, Cowboys have seed. nothing to play. No, well, one seed. seed. God damn. They can play for the one I seed. I just said that. I forgot already. Yeah. Yeah. Probably why I'm not the smartest football mind in the world. Uh, and then Lions Packers, of course, win and get in. So we got two win and get ins, and then multiple other uh, playoff implications. But we got a lot of meaningless games. And you know, as a Chargers fan, I feel you guys. I I know what it's like to play some meaningless games right now. I mean, last year for Week 18, we're not going to talk about that one. But that was a meaningful game. No, it was. But you know, I I know what it's not like. Brandon Staley though. Nah, yeah. I just know what it's like to have meaningless games in January. And for that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you guys. It sucks. But hey, there's one more week of football. You don't get to watch your favorite team play again for another eight, nine months. You got to take it all in. You got to take it all in. Rain or shine, you got to watch it all. Uh, Blizzard. That too. I, I, yeah, I kind of forgot it's winter. It's probably snowing more than raining. Uh, but okay, Everett, to the picks. <clears throat> Chiefs. Jaguars, Vikings, Bucks, Bills, Bengals, Colts, Dolphins, Panthers, Steelers, Chargers, Eagles, 49ers, Seahawks, Cowboys, Lions. Now, I'm I'm proud of you for picking my team cuz I'm going to be honest, I don't know about this one. Like uh, okay. that makes me feel even better. You asked me two, three weeks ago. Nathaniel uh, Hackett. Last week, the Broncos like had an offense. They they looked like a legitimate team. They didn't look like a JV squad. I so, you know what? While, while we're while, I'll quickly go over Chargers Broncos. I don't really have much to say about the Chargers. Like I I cannot believe they're actually the five seed right now. Going back to that Dolphins game. About about a month ago or so, maybe five about weeks ago. A week ago. ago. Not not quite. About a week oh. ago was um, we played the fucking Rams. Who cared about that one? Uh, I don't know. This the Chargers have won uh four straight now, so uh, they're they're clicking late. 
They're getting guys back. Slater might be returning too for the playoffs after that. Is he your uh, kicker holder? Tackle. Oh, 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 Rashawn Slater. And if we just Rashawn, now this is the thing. Jamari Sawyer, I've been talking about a lot this year. I've been giving him a lot of props. Georgia guy too. I'm giving the Georgia guy props. Jamari Sawyer has been very good this year, filling out left tackle. He played tackle at Georgia, but he was uh, drafted as a guard. Guard is his main position. He's not a tackle, but he's been doing a serviceable job. I'm not acting like he's an elite tackle. But if we can get Slater back and we actually have time to throw some medium deep balls, I think the Chargers offense, not saying we're winning the Super Bowl, but it's just preseason what I was saying, like, holy shit, we could take the top off teams. Look at the Chargers offense last year with everyone healthy. I think they were number one team in scoring. So I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to see what Slater's like. I do think, though, this five seed is so, so, so important. Five seed, you get the winner of Titans-Jags, although that, I mean, playing in Duval, holy shit. But I take that over playing in Cincy. I don't want to go to Cincinnati. Round no. one. No. I don't want to go there. Although, I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. Cincinnati's like, defense Titans, is terrifying. Titans, if the Titans win that game, um, I'm I'm not that scared. If the Jaguars win that game, I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared. Right? Like, so, and... Another thing, though, little little revenge game. Uh, Chargers lost the Jags. We got shit on. Got murdered by the Jags at home. Little revenge game. Little revenge game. We beat the Titans, so it's a revenge game for them if we play them. Did you play in Jacksonville or in LA? In LA. Okay, so you're still gonna lose. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. I still wouldn't feel that. I don't confident. feel confident. I wouldn't feel confident. But you know what? I. Revenge game, maybe, maybe the boys can get up for that. Oh, oh, yeah, they are. Guess what happened week three? Joey Bosa tears his groin. Oh. Rashawn Slater tears his bicep. Oh, no. We're going to fucking murder Duval if we play that. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to actually murder. It's injury revenge games. Oh, oh, uh-uh. Yeah, no, 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 no. I want Duval. Feed me Jacksonville. And, and we're rooting for the Bengals this weekend because if the Ravens win, then we have to play the Bengals. So fuck that. We are rooting for Jacksonville. Mark it down. When they play Jacksonville and lose, mark it down. You can come at me. You can come at me. Write it up. Old take exposed. Yeah. You, I mean, set, set it to old take exposed. Tell him now. Tell, Tell him, him now. now. So you have it marked So now. he wasn't ready to retweet it so we get more exposure on Twitter. Tell him now. Tell him now. Okay. All right, let's get your picks. Boosie's interaction, boys. Let's get your picks. Chiefs, Jaguars, Falcons, Bills, Vikings, Bengals, Colts, Dolphins, Panthers, Browns, Chargers, Eagles, Niners, Seahawks, Cowboys, Packers. Now, picked a bunch of teams that they sh- they don't have a reason to win. I, I yeah, I picked Falcons over Bucks, and then I picked. Uh, Browns over Steelers. Browns over Steelers. Okay, those. You forgot one key thing. Those two. This is. This is. I'm gonna let me make one argument first, though. The Browns Steelers game. I I don't know if you realized this. I'm sure you did, but uh, Mike Tomlin is not only coaching the in the playoffs. He's coaching to continue his streak. Everett, who has been talking about the 500. Oh, I know you have, but I just want to make sure you realize what, what you just faded. I'm fading it on last week of the season. I've been riding the Steelers very hard past couple of months. I've been, I've, I've been a fan. I've been a fan. 
But this is a game where it's a divisional game. Ever gotta throw everything out the window. Oh, I know, but um, I'm not. That's all right. That's all right. I'm. I now the vibes pick here is the Steelers. That is the vibes pick. I'm fading the vibes. When was the last time that worked out for you? Last week, I went 13-2. You faded all vibes that week? I went pretty much all favorites. None of the favorites were vibes? Not really. I can look back. Well, my vibes, my vibes pick got canceled. Yeah. Like Steelers, Ravens, well, we had an asterisk on that. We did have an asterisk on that. But okay, all right. Let's 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 just look at the AFC instead of doing a breakdown for the Chargers game and the Vikings game. Let's do a breakdown. I don't, I don't want to break down the Broncos game. I, I'm more interested in talking about playoffs. Let's, that's what that's, <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. Let's do that. So I'll do the NFC. You could do the AFC. Okay. Good roll for okay. you. Okay. Okay. So we're looking at this right. One we have implications for this last seed. So we have Lions. Uh, I think Commanders... Commanders are out. Lions, uh, Packers, and Seahawks. Seahawks. That's it. So most likely scenario is going to be winner of... Lions, Packers. Lions, Packers, unless I think they tie and the uh, the Seahawks win. I have no idea about the ties. (laughs) I think think if the Lions and Packers tie, the Seahawks win, then the Seahawks are in. Yeah. Um, Not entirely sure how that plays out. I should have and could have done more. Uh, Seahawks have a tiebreaker over the Lions. Seahawks beat the Lions this year. So Seahawks win and the Lions win. They'll have the same record. Seahawks Seahawks win. Okay. So yeah, if Packers win, they're in. If Packers lose, the Lions also need the Seahawks to lose to get it. So. Which is so Lions. And they're playing the Rams. Oh, Everett. How Lions would it be to beat the Packers and they don't get in the playoffs? Honestly, though, for the end of. Oh, wait. When that game occurs, they'll already know. I know. That's. But also, it is just perfectly Lions enough that even if they are eliminated, eliminated, they're not going to care no matter what. They're going to play to win. Isn't a win and get in game? I really just thought about that. It's but but also the the thing is is it can be a win and get in game. It can be. It's a little asterisk there. But the other thing is, even if the Lions are eliminated before that game, they don't it's care. Still they're still, still trying. You, did you see what they did last year? So. Vibes pick line there, but but like also if if I'm the NFC, I'd rather have the Seahawks in than any of those three teams. I mean, well, Seahawks, I'd I'd most like to have in. Lions are a little, little scary. Now I'm not I'm not saying Lions are gonna go like, in the Super Bowl, but if, a Lions seven I'm, seed matching up round one against that two seed. Who's got that two seed? Everett Niners. Um, if Niners lose, Vikings win. Vikings have it. Right now, is it's it Niners. Eagles, Niners, Vikings? Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, that Vikings game is at noon, okay? The Seahawks game, <laughs> that Seahawks game is at uh, 325, 3.30, uh, all central time. So the, the Vikings, Rams have nothing. The Vikings for. basically have an option here. They basically can decide. You rest your players. You're just going to take the three seed. Unless, I mean, Justin Fields not playing, so you could still rest your players and still win. That's a possibility. I also it is a possibility. Is though, but if, if the Bears win, 
the Vikings drop? No, if the Bears win, do yeah. their draft picks drop? Yes, their draft picks drop. So <laughs> you're winning. So you're winning. If the Vikings win, right? Hopefully they're going to rest their starters. Don't worry about that. Justin Jefferson hopefully will still break the record with all that. Doesn't matter. Um, oh, they have to play. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're basically going at do you if you can get the two seed over the 49ers, right? You're playing the God Seahawks win and Lions win. So that way you're playing the Seahawks round one heat like at, at home. Seahawks Niners, though. Seahawks Niners, that's a that's that's a division game. Though. So you every throw everything out the window. It's the same thing with the Rams and 49ers. <laughs> but I think if I'm the Niners, give, give me give me the Lions. Yeah, yeah no, give me the Packers. Give me yeah, the Packers. The Packers. But if, Packers. if you're if you're the Vikings. Give me the Seahawks. You don't want to play either of those two. True, teams. true. You don't play. I the, the question now. The question now is everything's basically set. So you have the one seed debate between the Cowboys and the Eagles, right? The only other big debate is going to be, is it? It's it's what inter division game is going to be a playoff game? Is it going to be 49ers Seahawks or is it going to be Vikings and Packers or Lions? Those are two very possible scenarios. It's obviously possible yeah. that it, that you know it flips. It's going to be like Packers. 49ers right like all that's possible but we're looking at a possibility of having multiple scenarios where there's going to be a division interdivision game in the playoffs and our rule is throw everything out the fucking window I just I I just have this theory that I mean divisional teams they know each other like that that's an extra step of motivation in you just because you you know how they play and you have a lot of tape and film on them you know a lot about those teams I Hey, sue me for saying this, for assuming this, but I'd go out on a limb and say most coaches, the main teams they scout are their divisional opponents. I don't know if that's a crazy claim. I agree with that. I don't know. It's crazy, but I mean, you know, they play them twice a year. I just think Pete Carroll knows a lot about Kyle Shannon. Kyle Shannon knows a lot about Pete Carroll. And I just, I hate divisional games. I hate divisional games. I also feel like there's, especially for home teams. There's a lot, there's a lot more respect in between divisions than there is in their conferences. 100%. And the planning, the, the knowledge they go into those is like, it's like the whole mentality that week of practice going in that game is way different for a divisional opponent. It's, it's completely different. And so I, I just feel like because of that, it kind of helps the away teams. It helps it helps the upset get pulled off. It, also, it you it. know the stadiums way better. There's that. You, you're you used to traveling. You, you you have a routine on how to travel there. You have a routine for everything. Are you staying in the same hotel that you probably stayed in earlier there's, that year? There's multiple things to, you know, to have that comfort level, you know, a, a little, yeah, that, that's the best word. A little, a little comfort factor for those, for those divisional games, so... That, that's what I'm thinking. Like Chargers, like that's this Broncos game, a little up for debate. I know you you were thinking Bears might win, but if they win, that'd be the worst thing to happen to that franchise. So they're gonna lose. Uh yeah. Well that yeah. Like I was hearing I was hearing this out. If you're the Bears, after the way that Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Bucket, even Duggan, how all these guys, I mean, even Stetson, shit, all these guys, how they played, I think quarterbacks are going one two this year. And I think I the that. Bears can trade down from two and get a lot solid haul. I could see that. That's definitely a possibility. Because I, I, I'm i not quite sure the trade targets are. Maybe Big Cat was saying. Will Anderson. Big Cat. Big Cat's idea was Bears have the two pick. Raiders have the nine pick. Little flip-flop. Give Devontae Adams to the Bears. You guys get your franchise quarterback. We'll go our separate ways. I mean, he also is a Bears fan. I, no, no, I know. But and I do I like the that. Raiders to do that. But I do like that but, idea. Huh. 
I do like that idea. I'm not sure if that makes the Bears contenders. No. I also don't know but if the Raiders looking have I don't know. I don't know if the Raiders would also want to do that because then you're no, letting no, go no. your there's a lot of your them. franchise wide receiver, yeah, and then your then your franchise quarterback no longer has anybody to throw to. But, but you also the quarterback's gone. Derek Carr. But, oh, oh, there's not the pick. <laughs> but then you're either getting CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. I do think that at nine they can still get Will Levis, and you're just taking a, a flyer on him. The Bears? Well, no, the Raiders at nine. It, it, if if they feel oh, Will Levis has got to be. I don't even think he's the top five prospect right now. I, I'll be honest. I, I don't think Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are, are like that amazing NFL prospects, to be completely honest. I I just, I don't know. I, I will see. You're just waiting for next year. Uh, I mean, Caleb, Caleb, just Caleb. waiting for next year. Uh, Caleb, Drake May, uh, that quarterback class is going to be wild. Yeah, I also just want to interrupt here. If uh, if you guys are hearing random noises in the background, that would that would be uh, our intern is currently lifting weights. Yeah, our our intern over there, he he has a lot of body Im- image problems, and he he's hitting it right now. And we we're supporting him through that journey. And you know, just just disregard the noise. He he's going at it right now, dude. He's, he's going, going ham. Yeah, he's going nuts. He's, he's going twenty x. Yeah, he's going, he's going into it. Waterboy analytics. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Uh. I, I do think, though, with, with some of these other playoff implications, it's very interesting how they just set this up. I do think it is slightly horseshit that this Titans-Jags game is on Saturday night. Yeah, the Jags have a short rest for this game, but also the winner of that game will have additional rest, rest for going into rest. next week. Yeah, which is not good for you guys. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. I... NFL scheduling, it's it's just like that. That's literally giving a team an advantage. But well, the only reason that it's scheduled that way is because college football is no longer. No, no, I know, but uh, something uh, something I was thinking about. It is it's bullshit. Some teams get short rest. Some teams get long rest. College, I understand the games are randomly scheduled. You'll you'll have some Friday games here and there. I understand. Uh, but for the NFL, in my opinion, there should be no Thursday or Monday night football it's every game is played on sunday that's in my opinion that would be the most fair. that's the best thing viewing that's... perspective no we would hate that but you forget the nfl is a money no 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 no, no i know i know i and mean they they'll never, never do, do that. that it's just like it is it is it is horseshit that great playoff game yeah, he's really going certain, at it yeah no he he's really going at it i just want to say it is horseshit for a playoff game that's certain that, that a team the home team will get more rest i'm sorry i'm, I'm just i'm fucking distracted i know it is, it is a lot it is, it is a lot it's i i i'm just blown blown away right now by this. I, I don't know talking about the intern and the situation in the nfl okay okay everett now that i i i kind of want a a quick little this this could lead to your power rankings clips, but I, I want to ask you again: Which three teams are you most afraid of going into this playoff run as a Vikings fan? NFC or AFC or both? You tell me. Your three. I'm assuming most of them will be NFC teams, but your three most terrifying teams. I do not want to play you. Oh no, he's going hard. My God. Um. Okay. Bengals, dude, I You got Bengals one? No. 49ers one, Bengals two. Last one, Packers. 
Okay. I respect you for saying that. That takes a lot of man out of you to admit. I would I'm honestly going to tie Packers and Lions. My, my three teams that I'm most afraid of are the Chiefs, the Chiefs, and the Chiefs. Those are the three teams I'm most afraid of. God, no, I do not want to play them. Not this year. I know, I know in past years, we, we've gotten some dubs in Arrowhead. I don't know what's going on this year with Mahomes, though. Here's the sound of it. With no Tyreek Hill, I think Mahomes, Mahomes himself has had to do more. And yeah. because of that, they're, they're operating better. And it, it might sound weird, but by getting rid of or by not having Tyreek on this team, Andy Reid now has to think. Like he now has to, he's got to dial something up to get some first downs. You can't just throw to Tyreek every play and, and travels. I, I just have a feeling that the Chiefs might be scarier on offense this year than they were in years past because Mahomes has to do more and he's clearly capable of doing yeah. more. And I, I, I never thought I'd be saying that. But the Chiefs might be more terrifying without Tyreek Hill, just because of how this offense is forced to operate now. I can, I mean, I can see that. I was gonna, th- I was thinking about listing the Chiefs just because also in the playoffs it's a complete, they're completely different. It's a completely different situation. It's, even the fans in Arrowhead, completely different. different. So it's just, I mean, I, I, I can, I understand that. It's also when you get to playoff football. Throw it also like there's there's the division throw everything out the window playoff football everything 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 Gone. out see it we'll see you later the playoffs are a different beast it like like you could have to, like Tom Brady in the playoffs they're eight and eight right now could be nine and eight gets in the playoffs don't matter yeah fair don't matter uh are are there any specific games oh okay actually this is this is a big time game for me that uh or real quick. Giants at Eagles. Giants are locked into the 60. They have nothing to play for. However, Everett. I think the Giants, they got a good, they got a good chance of matching up with the Eagles, assuming they win stuff. If I'm looking at it from a Giants perspective, I don't think I'm throwing away this game. I think I want to go out there and give it my 100%, see what we can do against the Eagles. I want my so boys to have question. some confidence going are, into the playoffs. Are the the Giants would be playing whatever the three seed is, right? Yes, they're locked in. They're six. playing. They're playing the three seed right now. Would be you. Yeah. Okay. And what are the Cowboys for? Cowboys are currently the five seed. Five seed. If they win and the Eagles lose, they'll be they're the one seed. <laughs> Wait, no. Five plays four, right? Five plays four. Three plays six. Seven. So plays they be two. playing the Bucks. All right, so here's the thing. Last the Cowboys box me no, 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 no. that. But last year, last year, okay? <laughs> last year, Bucks are four right now, and I think they're locked into four, assuming they win. Um, wait, I last okay, year I have another topic. Last year, Tom Brady played the Eagles. Bucks played the Eagles last year, knocked the shit out of them, and eliminated from them them from the playoffs. If I were a different Eagles team last year, though. They were, but and the doesn't, doesn't mean Tom Brady's any different. No, now. true, true. Damn right. True, 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 true. If I'm the Giants, I don't give a shit that I like have nothing to play for it for seeding-wise. I'm playing to knock out the perennial like Super Bowl favorite from the one seed, giving them the hardest matchup they can possibly get, which is fucking Tom Brady for them, and seeing how they can handle that. Like I, if I'm the Giants, I'll play confident. I'll just see whoever I can get at the three seed, right? 
might, might be traveling back to Minnesota, see if I can get a revenge game. If I can get the Eagles to get knocked out round one. Oh, you play the Giants this year, right? Yeah. yeah. If I can see the Eagles get knocked out round one, so much easier for me. And even if I get knocked out round one, two, I don't care because the fucking Eagles got eliminated. <laughs> like, what? Fair enough, fair enough. I Okay, this is something that I, that I just thought about. It, I, it from, stemmed from an earlier argument. If you're the 49ers, would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo or Tom Brady next year? Ever? I want you to power rank all of the quarterbacks in the NFC for this playoff run because I think we know who the best is. It's so many quarterbacks. And I'm like, I need a list. I can't go off the top of my fucking head. Like, okay. Uh, Eagles, uh, Eagles, Niners, Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks, uh, Cowboys, or I would say Cowboys, Giants, and then Packers. I think we know who the top two are. Tom Brady, and then if Aaron, if, if, if the Packers make it, Aaron Rodgers will too. Okay, thank you. Otherwise, if, if the if the Packers don't make it, Jalen Hurts probably is the second. Yeah, no, I agree. And fuck, I can I can even take an argument. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback for this NFC for this run. I'm still used to. I'm still I can I, like I can I can take it. Playoff playoff Jalen Hurts and regular season Jalen Hurts are two completely different. But I never played the last year. Yeah, and got their fucking shit waxed. It's different though. We gotta see. We gotta see. I also think it's weird. I mean, wasn't his shoulder injury? No, that was not uh, last year. No, no, this year. This year, yeah. But that makes my point even more valid. No, yeah, I'm very concerned about the health. Apparently, Lane Johnson is also still a little fucking banged up. We'll see. We'll see how the Eagles go. I I do think that... That makes it even more more important to knock him into the four seed. This is just what I want to think about, Everett. Tom Tom Brady is about to backdoor his way into the playoffs, and he's going to go up against Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts. Maybe Jalen Hurts, but he's not going up against the elite of the elite when you'd assume off your head, just thinking quarterbacks like Tom Brady versus Brock Purdy. That's objectively hilarious. That is hilarious. It reminds me of the 2017 playoffs. Nick Foles versus it is objectively hilarious thinking that Brock Purdy will be favorited over Tom Brady in a playoff. Now I know it's I know it's not Brock Purdy versus Tom Brady. Also, if, but it is. If, if Tom Brady, if Tom Brady, um, Tom Brady has never lost to the Cowboys. I think he's nine and zero. He's nine versus the Cowboys. Career against well, yeah. I mean, shit. I guess he has only played them once in the playoffs because he's been in the NFC for like three years. Um, but but also, if he plays the 49ers, oh my God, the 49ers are gonna get torched. Do you think? I kind of you think. do realize he is a no, no, no. I know, no, no, I know. We went over this. It's very funny how no Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are Bay Area Bay guys who want to yeah. play for the Niners, and the Niners said no. I think it's very funny. So there obviously is motivation there, and that's where his that like his parents are from. They're, they're this 49er team has won nine straight though. <laughs> like I said, you get to the playoffs. I don't give a shit. Everything's out the window. 49ers should be your number one team. I don't uh, know what your rankings are, but I think 49ers are my number one team. They're not my number one team, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I I, I think we'll get to the podcast. I think it makes. I think. Let me let me explain. Going down and coming back. Let me like, explain. So I'll give my power rankings um here in a second. 49ers are not my number one team. They're not my number two team right now. I've had were them they two last. Week? They were two last week, and let me explain. They played the Raiders. True. Last week, 
they won by one score against fucking Jared Stidham. I'm sure. not going to have them going into this week having like acting as something. They did win, but if you're supposed to be a top two team in the league and you're playing the fucking Raiders that are disaster class playing with now their backup quarterback starting, like I understand Derek Carr has not been good, but even then having win by, by one touchdown when you're about to be in the playoffs is a little bit concerning to me. Fair enough. Fair, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I understand that. I let me give my power rank. Let, let me hear. Let me hear. Wait, give me give me the other one. Uh, no, power rankings first. Power rankings first. Here are my power rankings after week 17 of the 2023 NFL season. 2022 NFL season. Bills, Bengals, 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles, Chiefs, Chargers, Vikings, Jaguars, Ravens. Okay. Something I've been noticing a lot of people talking about are how look at how you have the Ravens in the top 10. Look how ass they are. Lamar Jackson winning without Lamar. There's Lamar Jackson. That defense is scary. Now, look, they did lose last week, but Lamar Jackson is not playing. He's going to be coming back and he will be here. Like, is he playing against the Bengals? I think he's he's, he's playing next week. So they should sit him out. So if you look at it, like the, the way the power rankings are situated are like who I think would beat these other teams behind them, right? No, yeah. So you're you're like this is I'm sitting here. Yeah, no, this is Pierre. What do you think will happen in the playoffs projections at this exactly? Point, which that's, I that's, honestly think that's also that's kind of what I always think power rankings are is like those top ten teams are gonna be like who you think are in the playoffs and who you think yeah, can I win. Probably be giving my that's I will be giving my final college football playoff rankings and Ohio State is the second best team in the country. Like I know on West paper Carolina. well we're gonna have to do all the rankings, but Ohio State's the second best team in the country. Where we're at least top ten now. I'm. You're probably going to be at like seven, maybe even six. Well, we were at ten when you made your list, right? Yeah, yeah. but just taking out. I mean, taking out USC like that is fucking. <laughs> you you are you are burning. I didn't have USC in my top top ten last time. Uh, now they're even further down. Like I mean, <laughs> they might not be in top fifty. Should I do a full twenty five? That's going to be such a long. That'd be such a long. That that have to be like a YouTube short. That's so long. I think I think it I think it'd get a lot of people angry if I did a top twenty five. Do both. Yeah, we do. Could do we'll we do, do top we'll ten and then and a part two. two. And yeah, that that why don't we do that? Yeah, part two. Okay. See, we're innovating literally live in front of you guys. You have to watch the fucking business negotiations. Okay. Power rankings. My my first first thing I'm kind of thinking about seeing that. Uh, I, I like how you got Chargers 7. I like that. You know, I mean, personally, that makes me feel good about myself. They moved up one spot. I I just have the, I just have a feeling Chargers are, we're going to find a way to Charger. Yeah, you will. And but that doesn't but mean I don't that. think it'll be round one. I just, I have a feeling we might, we might lose by like 30 in the second round. Like the Bengals. And it's going to be really, really, really hard to come on this podcast and talk about Chargers. <laughs> it's going to be difficult. But that's, I mean, that's why they're ranked lower than the teams that they're going to lose by 30 to. I, 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 I just, just seeing the number seven next to the Chargers, it's just, it just puts me through a lot of emotions. Uh, that's all I wanted. That's all I really wanted to hash on. I do think, though, out of all those teams, what, what, what do you think is... Okay, you got Eagles five. 
if Jalen Hurts yes. and Lane Johnson come back, if they come back and, and they're fully healthy, uh, push them up. CJ uh, Garner Johnson, he comes back too. Do you, they're would healthy. you throw Eagles ahead of Niners? No, but I haven't all year. Would you throw them? You have them ahead of Cowboys, but would yeah. you throw them ahead of Chiefs? They're you have them ahead right now. They're already ahead of the Chiefs. Wow. I think. Can you can you put them up? Because I I don't want the Chiefs to hear this and then start coming at me. No, the Chiefs are staying at six. Oh, they're sick the last. The Chiefs. I I live rent free in the Chiefs hat. <laughs> Oh yeah, I do. Uh, I, you hear that, Pat? The Chiefs are terrifying. The Chiefs are terrifying. Even the Chiefs are and I also want to shout out Patrick Mahomes. You haven't heard a peep out of his brother or his wife all season. He, you, sir, are the real MVP. Uh, Everett, let's let's hear your top ten running back. Okay, top so, so let's, let me year. let me let me give some context. Is, here. is this is this for the calendar year or <laughs> the mean, season? You mean for the last three days? Or the 2022 calendar year. So, so the way that I ended up doing my running back rankings is we'll say that it's basically conceived in this season, but like I kind of also use a little bit of context from last season too. Like I'm just thinking general, like this is the general top running backs, but a lot of it's based in this season. To be honest, if when I do my next ranking, I'm fully projecting how they'll play next year. But yeah, so that's kind of the way that I think about it. So I did a list last week. Uh, or last episode, and um, I guess last week, and um, I got torched by Grant for for not including some players, and not just one guy. One guy, and I've gone back to uh, to to reconcile and and deliberate with myself uh, a- after that performance. And um, that's right, he's coming in at the number nine spot, <laughs> and. Um, I also have actually looked at some stats this time because when I made that list, I was flying uh, with our team to Dallas for the Cotton Bowl. I was not necessarily thinking about everything, didn't have Wi-Fi, couldn't really check things out. I was just kind of going off the top of my head and who I could remember that was a running back back at the time just so that I could have the list ready in time. That was my mistake and it will not happen again. With that said, here's my, my list. Top running backs of the 2022 NFL season. I'm ready. Christian McCaffrey. Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Derrick. Oh, what the fuck? Hold up. Do the whole run, thing. Run again. it back. Run it back. Do the whole fucking thing. Whole thing again. again. Derrick Henry's on there twice. I didn't mean to do that. Okay. Here we go. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne. Justin Fields. <laughs> I think the I think people might might be a little shocked that Chubb is that low, but the Justin Fields <laughs> ten will back. redeem all of them. That will redeem everything. <laughs> to be completely honest, though, he's been a running back this year. If I'm, if I'm gonna be honest, he's been the most explosive running back this, this year. Season, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he busts he literally okay. We don't use the term bust off, Justin. Justin hit us with pause after he uh, you know made made that comment about the guy, you know, coming on his back. But Justin, Justin literally breaks off like a 30, 40 plus yard run every single first half. Yeah. First half. If he could do in the second half too, that I mean, they he might move up to number seven on that list. But 
Justin Fields, what like he's been he's been able to show and also keep in mind Mooney and Claypool are out. So I mean he's not throwing anyone. So you gotta keep that in mind too. Fuck, this is fun. Would Devontae Adams really, really propel them for forward though? Like, I, like I, I, I'm not saying they win a playoff. I do think at this point though, you so need Justin to develop as a passer. They like, need, need, they to. need, they need to do, they need to do three things for that team. Like Justin, they need, he has the clean. They need to fix the entire O line. And I don't know how to do that. Anymore. Don't know how you do that in a year. They need wide receiver help. I still think Darnell Mooney can be a number one wide receiver. I don't think Chase Claypool can be a number two. So having Devontae Adams there would would fix that. I think, no, yeah, adding one more guy to that room. And they need to redo the entire defense. I I think, I don't know how you, how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. You have so much, if they get the number two pick, I've, I've been reading into that too. They got a lot of cap space this week. You have a lot you of cap space. Recruit people. You've got to recruit people, sign people. You, you, you just all you like recruit them on the basis of what Justin Fields is gonna be. That's the that huge thing. Actually, has to be. And it. and also they're gonna build. I think they're in the talks to build a new stadium, new facilities. Right, you do all oh, that really? stuff. Yeah, it's been. I think Soldier it's, Field. It's like more. It, it's really old. I think it's the oldest <laughs> stadium in in football. What in Lambo? I think it's those two are like the two yeah, oldest. Yeah. Um. I, th- I think that th- there have been talks for that. So you do all of that, and then you have the two pick. You can trade that to majority of any team. You can get multiple drafts. So picks. many. You picks. can get multiple you players. Their first. You like, also get their eighth overall pick in this draft. You get so much. So, I mean, also think about who's been going, like what players have been going for, like Khalil Mack to you guys, second round pick, right? I know second round pick. he's an older player. He's an older player, but he's still a great player. So if you think about that, go go and buy all these older players that yeah, no they have draft capital. Remember, they freed up and got even more picks from Robert Quinn and uh, uh, Roquan Smith this also, year. Also, I want to say, and I said this when that trade happened, I didn't think the uh, the the uh, Robert Quinn trade was a win for either team because I thought yeah. Robert Quinn was going to be terrible. And guess what? It's been fucking terrible. I mean, I guess you could say the Bears won. They, they got a pick. They got a pick out of it. I'm not sure. I think they got like six. And and they cleared his cap off. That's probably the bigger win. Same with Roquan. I oh, the Roquan actually has been a good. Did play. they sign Roquan to an extension? I feel no, like they did. They did not. Oh, I, I, maybe they did when they, they traded, traded him like a week later. <laughs> I just remember seeing the video of Roquan crying after they traded Robert Quinn, and you see that, and you're like, the season's done. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's what I got on this episode, though. Very special episode of the Water Podcast. First live upload, or I guess YouTube upload of YouTube us upload. in person. It's going to be a great weekend of sports. Last week, NFL got the national championship on Monday. We'll be with you guys on Tuesday morning, recapping the game. Giving our awards. And then, and then next Thursday's episode, playoff preview. Next Thursday, uh, I'm just going to get you on this now. We're going to be giving our full – we're going to do a Mark Madness bracket for the playoffs. I think we should do that. Let's do, like, a bracket. Let's pick everything. Put it out. Yeah. Okay. I think I think that's that'd be fun. Live development. Yeah, you guys are really watching live negotiations on air. But thank you guys so much for – Thank you guys so much for watching. Raise five stars. Check it out on YouTube. Six stars. YouTube, TikTok, and on Twitter. Make Fo- sure to like and subscribe. Make sure, make sure to subscribe, guys. We, I think, we're seeing 
upwards of 10,000 returning viewers like per week and we have 200 subscribers. What what is that horseshit? What what is that water boy I know I know Come people on. I know people don't watch the whole episode all the way through. I don't mean I don't care but if you're watching <laughs> if you're watching this part of this episode and you haven't subscribed yet fucking subscribe you just watch an hour of this shit what the fuck are you doing and also if you skipped to the end just hear the outro still, still subscribe. subscribe also if you just are here for whatever reason and you just watch our shorts and you're not subscribed subscribe and then subscribe on your school email too you want double notifications when we upload you can't i want that phone notification that ipod notification and apple watch notification yeah i, I want i want it of all. course i want it all uh but with that thank you guys so much for watching and listening rate us six stars on youtube tiktok and on twitter at waterboy pod and we will see you in the next episode waterboys out